Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast, today with another interview from a fringe artist from the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. And I'm joined on the line by Tom and Jen, who are the Jane Austen argument, uh, returning to Adelaide for the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival with Somewhere Under the Rainbow. Um, how are you doing? Very well. Very well. How are you? All right, thank you. Um, now, you've been at least to the last two Adelaide Fringe Festivals. Um, mm-hmm. and sort of a, with your award-winning cabaret. Um, and this year you've got a new album. We do. Yeah. Not only is it new, it's also our first grown-up LP album ever, uh, which we're very, very excited about. So we've decided to launch it here at Adelaide Fringe, which is kind of a... It's kind of the most fitting way that we could mm. launch a record because, um, you know, we did our, our first big journey together was Adelaide Fringe in 2010, which is when we were lucky enough to win Best Cabaret Award. Mm-hmm. Then last year we came back, which triggered um, us being invited to Edinburgh, which in turn was part of this long journey, which led us to recording the album in Seattle. <laughs> wow. So bringing it back to Adelaide to launch. It's like um, a homecoming. Yeah, yeah. come full circle. That's fantastic. I mean, um, how long have you guys been performing as a duo? Uh, well, we've been performing as a duo for about two and a half years and yeah. as a Jane Austen argument for two, two years at that time. Cool. Um, now, of course, uh, you come from Melbourne and uh, yeah. coming over to Adelaide again for the Fringe, performing at the Big Slapple, which is a new venue at the Convention Centre. Um, have you been there yet to check it out? Yeah, we, we have. We actually just came back from a walk through the venue, and it's beautiful. Mm, it's very, very exciting. We were kind, of, you know, we were aware of the fact that being at a convention centre was very different to to the sort of fringe venue that we've performed in in the past. Yeah, but they've managed to make it. Um, it feels a bit like a black box theatre um, with raked seating and it's very intimate and warm, um, which is. A, you know, a relief and very exciting. It's a much bigger theatre than we've ever played uh, in our own right before. Yes, which is kind of a bit terrifying, <laughs> but also mostly exciting. Cool. Um, and uh, what can people expect from the show and I guess the album as well? Is it uh, a collection of some of the songs that people would have heard before? Um, it's, it's a real mix. There are some songs that um, people have heard in our previous shows, Where Was I and The Spaces Between, and there are some that they may have heard when we were touring uh, with Dresden Dolls earlier this year. Um, yeah. But the big difference is that we have we have a band. We have drums and cellos. We graduated. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we've actually brought a band across from from Melbourne, and so it's a much larger sound, and, and the capacity to rock out is is much greater. <laughs> cool. Um, and who have you got in the band? Who's in the band? Uh, we've got Steve Collins, uh, drummer with benefits. Um, he's yeah playing percussion for us. Um, a wonderful cellist. He's bringing her electric cello along. Um, Jeff Keith and Adam Rudiger on bass. Cool. And we um, come from all different musical genres and backgrounds, and we're so stoked to have him play with us. Yeah, you bring such a huge and different vibe. Um, yeah, to our songs. Um, but to, to go to, to go to the core of, of what you were saying, what what can be expected? Mm-hmm. Um, we've found that our songs, um, you know, really really traverse a, a fairly wide spectrum. We we go from quite dark places and quite emotionally raw places uh, to very self aware and satirical comedic pieces. 
Um, and the album itself faces that trajectory. Um, and the, the show hopefully um, uses some of those themes, but also flows very, very vaguely some of the structural points from The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the name. Um, yeah. Now, you've, how did you guys pick up your band members? Did they come on board for the recording of the album? And you're sort of dragging them along onto it as well? No. Um, we actually used uh, musicians from the state, um, from Seattle, where we, where we recorded the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some we picked up this band quite variously. Um, the best story is the cellist. Yes, we picked up the cellist via Twitter. Oh, <laughs> when uh, we did a we did a call out for um, for someone, and some of her friends were actually fans and of us, and passed along uh, our details to her. And we, we've built a lot of our career on on meeting up with people and really connecting with people via social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and you meet a, a wide gamut of people. Um, so there's always an element of risk, but then we got into our first rehearsal with her, and she is just spine-tinglingly brilliant. <laughs> oh, fantastic! And love it. I mean, you love gotta love a bit of cello. Yes. Yes, we do love a lot of cello. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what was it like touring with the Dresden Dolls? It was phenomenal. It was um, a really humbling experience to see, because we've toured with with Amanda, who's one half of the Dresden Dolls, yeah. um, quite quite a lot. Seeing her come together with Brian and seeing what that did to the songs that we've heard so many mm-hmm. times before was just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's kind of what we hope to be doing with this show is people who have seen us perform before will see a, a whole new element of, of what we can do. Yeah, I think that experience is just an incredible lesson in stagecraft as well, as Tom said, having seen Amanda perform so many of those songs so many times and in so mm. many different ways, from solo ukulele outside of the library to in the grand piano inside the concert hall at the Sydney Opera House, but then seeing her together with Brian and how they craft a show from just the two of them being so incredibly physically connected to each other and themselves and the music, that was a wonderful experience for us. Right. And did it, was it something where you had an opportunity not just to watch them perform but to participate and kind of learn directly from them while they were while they were on Absolutely. tour? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And what we've both... Well, I think what we both found is that um, both Amanda and Brian were incredibly generous with their time yeah. and experience. Um, it was really interesting meeting Brian for the first time. I think there was a sort of mystique that we built up in our minds about him, but he was really down to earth and lovely, and they were both generous enough to actually guest with us on our songs in our support set. That, and that was that was um, a thing that really grew across the tour. We started, mm. um, you know, from being the band that played first and, and broke the ice to the audience to by the end having both halves of the Dresden Dolls play during our set. Great. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fantastic. Because I mean, you hear, you hear of you know, people touring and supporting sort of even bigger names and sort of being kind of locked away in a room and not even be able to talk to them or speak to them, but it's kind of nice that there's a there's a full-on community atmosphere about it. Absolutely. Yeah, it was absolutely the opposite of, of what you just described. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and we'd hope it would be nothing but. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now you go to... And um, 
before I sort of get on to sort of throwing the details out there about exactly when and where you're performing. Um, Seattle, going all the way to America to uh, record the album, was there anything special about Seattle and about that place? (laughs) There is a special man named Blake Pickle who um, he produced my first solo EP and has mastered um, everything that the Jane Austen Argument have put out. Okay. Um, And he just understands our music from the inside out. Um, and so we, we spoke to him via Skype in the planning sessions of, of the record. And then um, once, we, I, I'm not sure if we mentioned this before, but we were lucky enough to be funded by friends and fans and family via Possible. Um, so once we raised the funds, um, we kind of had everyone's uh, backing to go over there and work with someone that we trusted so implicitly. Um, and he has produced what, what we think is, is a phenomenal record. Mm and has helped extract some of the best performances out of us that, that I've heard back. <laughs> Fantastic. Cool. Um, and uh, I guess uh, everyone can hear that uh, not only at the gig, but also by buying a CD after the gig. Uh, Absolutely right. <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah. and also they can pre-order it. We've got the pre-order on Bandcamp at the moment. Um, so if they just go to our website, um, there's a link to, to pre-order the album. Beautiful. All right, well, the Jane Austen argument presents Somewhere Under the Rainbow at the Big Slapples Apollo Theatre uh, from Friday the 2nd of March through till Sunday the 11th of March. Uh, you've got some late shows sort of around 10.30pm, but a full-on long 90-minute show, so people have got a big chance to get the whole album, and I'm sure some extras as well if they go along. Um, tickets through adelaidefringe.com.au and more details at uh, linkadelaide.com.au. Uh, Tom and Jen, thank you very much for your time and uh, have a great fringe. Thank Thank you. For more on this show and 922 others, check our website, linkadelaide.com.au or you can find them all at adelaidefringe.com.au and for the latest news and info from Link Adelaide, be sure to like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide.